Hello, my name is Valentina Okeke, and within the next 15 minutes, I'll be evaluating the ethics of care of the mentally ill in Africa. Mental health ethics is an increasingly growing concept. In the care of the mentally ill, ethics and culture are greatly connected. In order to practice ethically, it is required that caregivers possess knowledge, sensitivity, and empathy for the patient as an individual with inclusion of his or her own ethnic beliefs and values. Recently, there has been a shift in the healthcare system towards offering a more holistic healthcare. And what does this entail? This entails the awareness that psychiatric conditions can also coexist with medical conditions and vice versa. Despite the fact that various literatures prove the importance and usefulness of mental health care, the field of psychiatry still poses a lot of ethical dilemmas and is somewhat neglected in medical practice. This results to questions arising regarding the effectiveness and usefulness of psychiatric interventions. For instance, so many people do not believe on the effectiveness of psychotherapy or cognitive behavioral therapy or even medication in treatment of psychiatric illnesses. This leads to poor perception of psychiatry. Recent report from the Human Rights Watch report on mental health in Nigeria states that in many countries, about 90% of individuals with mental illnesses do not have access to treatment. And when they do, some are ineffective, abusive, or harmful. Although efforts have been made towards creating awareness of mental illnesses and reducing the stigma, more efforts need to be made in the hands in the part of the government and also medical professionals cost benefit analysis done by the world bank recorded three to five times return on investment in prompt treatment of mental illnesses although so many literatures exist on the standard of health care of the mentally ill not so many was done in africa hence the purpose of this study this study has a total of five objectives and it includes to assess various ethical principles guiding the care of the mentally ill, to assess the ethics of care of the mentally ill in Africa, to identify factors affecting the ethical care of the mentally ill, to discover the link between health economies and mental health ethics, to assess more effective ways in which the mentally ill can be treated. Methodology. The method used was a well-extensive literature review and literature search. And this includes the use of primary and secondary sources of data. The primary source of data was the PubMed and well-extensive Google search. This was done in order to get as much literature, as much information from about the said topic. And the PubMed yielded a total of 734 items, of which 454 were free and accessible. The secondary source of information were references from the primary sources of information, of data. Literature review. Literature review consists of the empirical review and the conceptual review. For the purpose of this presentation, I'll be talking on the conceptual review, which includes the concept of global mental health and neuroethics. Global mental health is an important field of health, which arose as a result of the knowledge that there is no health without mental health, and because of the need for a more holistic mental health care. On the other hand, neuroethics deals with the combined field of bioethics and neuroscience. It seeks to understand how new discoveries in the field of neuroscience affects the understanding of the relationship between the mind and the brain. It focuses on the morality in the practice of neuroscience. 
Although these two concepts, that's global mental health and neuroethics, are somewhat different, they need to be linked. More research needs to be done on linking these two concepts in order to offer new ideas in how to render a more holistic healthcare to the mentally ill. Next, I'll be discussing on the ethical principles guiding the care of the mentally ill. And this includes autonomy, justice, beneficence, non-malficence. Autonomy describes an individual's freedom in making decisions with respect to his or her own health. It also describes the ability of an individual to refuse treatment if need be. It is important that mental health specialists know how to navigate between the respect of autonomy of an individual and the provision of a treatment plan. Justice. Justice deals with equitable distribution of health care based on need or capacity to benefit. It also deals with equal access to health care. Next, justice. Next is beneficence. Beneficence, this is a principle that ensures patients' benefits, alleviation of suffering, and enhancing health. Sometimes the principle of beneficence can collide with the principle of autonomy. This usually occurs when an individual refuses most, uh, most needed treatment or well-needed treatment. And when this happens, this creates an ethical issue or an ethical dilemma. And this needs to be assessed and um, solved. Next is non-malfeasance. Non-malfeasance, this is a principle that states no harm should be done to the patient. In some areas of mental health care, this is not usually upheld. This can be seen in, in the areas of chaining an individual or forcefully detaining, detaining an individual or even forcefully sedating the individual. Next, I'll be discussing on the ethics of care of the mentally ill in Africa. It is important to note that key ethical issues faced by African communities, such as the period of apartheid, pandemic illnesses, poverty, AIDS, the role of women, tribal wars, and poverty all had an effect on the mental health of this population. And so this creates a unique context. This needs to be assessed. In Africa, ethical conflicts and dilemmas arise as a result of social challenges caused by greatly limited resources. Although mental health problems faced in Africa is similar to those faced in other developed countries, for example, anxiety is the same everywhere, depression is the same everywhere. It is important to know that some of the ethical issues faced by African psychiatry are different because they all have different contexts. It's important also ethical dilemmas deals with what is acceptable in a particular society. It is thus required to pay attention on the culture of a society during planning and execution of mental health services in order to avoid imposing these services on this population. Focus on African psychiatry should be on increasing the educational input on ethics, increasing the general awareness of this health ethics, continuous training of personnel, enforcing public sanctions in case of violation of these principles, and cultural factors such as fit healing and indigenous healers should be incorporated in the training of the mental health specialist 
because some individuals actually believe in these faith and indigenous healers, healers and it's important to incorporate them into the training and train them effectively on mental health care. The major aim should be on continuously seeking to discover the highest ethical standard and care of the mentally ill without any form of biasness and discrimination. Next, I'll be talking on the factors affecting the ethics of care of the mentally ill in Africa. The first is social determinants of mental health in Africa. This includes social suffering. That's challenges faced by individuals, groups, communities as a result of poor social conditions which they experience, such as natural disasters, climatic factors, colonization, ill illiteracy. All this creates a unique context and it affects the ethics of care of mentally ill. Next is sudden population growth, differences in ethnicity, economic factors, gender conflict, all have an effect on the health ethics of care. You find out that in some African communities, a country has more than 20 languages. This affects communication. This affects the ethics of care of the mentally ill. Third is limited resources available for mental health care such as limited number of hospital beds, limited psychiatry. This affects the ethics of care of the mentally ill. Next, inadequate governance. In low and middle income countries, about less than 1% of the healthcare budget is allocated to mental health. This needs to be increased, of course. Next, I'll be discussing on the health economics and ethics of care of the mentally ill. When taking decisions with respect to patient treatment plan, mental health specialists are faced with so many dilemmas, ranging from the need to make this patient his or her primary concern, the need to provide adequate care based on evidence, that's evidence-based mental care, the need to consider legal framework associated with care. In addition to this extreme pressure, mental health specialists are also faced with extra pressure to exact decisions in their make in the, to exact decision making skills in the cost effectiveness of treatment prior to administration of this treatment as well as careful allocation of limited resources in some cases this health economic aspect as aspect may conflict with the ethical principle now, the question we should ask ourselves is, is the practice of economic evaluation in mental health care ethical? To answer this question, we need to define cost in the economic point of view and not the accountant point of view. The accountant point of view sees cost as money, but the economic point of view sees cost as resources which, when spent on an activity, cannot be used for another activity. Economists usually ask themselves what we have to be sacrificed to have this activity done. And this is termed opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is the benefit of an alternative therapy foregone. Every treatment decision made in an environment of limited resources causes a loss in another aspect. This loss is termed opportunity cost. Now, what is economic evaluation? Economic evaluation is an organized process of identifying, measuring, comparing, cost, and outcome. It is done using the welfare economic principle, which assesses the relationship between decisions regarding resource allocation and individual well-being from the societal point of view. 
So they look at the overall effects of treatment to the society as a whole and not just the individual. Welfare economics focuses on channeling limited mental health care resources to services that provide positive benefits, more positive benefits than negative benefits. Although some may argue that this does not put the patient as a priority, more research needs to be done in order to get a consensus on the extent to which economic evaluation should be done in order to offer an ethical practice. But it is important that this economic evaluation should be done, especially in limited um, resources, in areas of limited resources. But more research should be done in order to determine the extent to which it should be done in order to offer an ethical care for the patient, which is our goal. Recommendations. The recommendations to improve the mental health care in Africa includes institution of programs to train psychologists and also to actively search for um, psychologists. Next is also involvement of the primary health care sector in mental health. Now, the primary health care seems like it's small, but it's actually mighty. It's small but mighty. This is because so many people, especially in remote areas, go to these primary health care centers for care. Instituting mental health services in these centers helps to bridge the gap and reduce the patient psychiatric ratio or the patient mental health specialist ratio. Next is proper education of psychiatrists on ethics. It is important to educate mental health specialists in the areas in which they practice so that they can be familiar with the culture. Next is increased research in the field of mental health care in order to determine the more effects of social determinants on mental health. Fourth, professional accountability. It is important that every mental health specialist is accountable for self-development and self-improvement. The fifth is introduction of artificial intelligence. This helps to prevent uh, scarcity of mental health specialists and increase access to mental health, even online and offline. Next is enacting and enforcing suitable laws protecting the mentally ill. Emphasis on enforcing. It is important to enforce these laws and sanctions should be done in individuals or mental health practitioners who didn't adhere to this law. In conclusion, mental health care specialists continually face ethical dilemma during the course of administering care. It is important to include the social cultural context in administering care in order to administer a more effective care to the patients. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.